Welcome to the Word of Life Ministry Sunday morning worship service via conference call. I am your host, Elder Lorraine Hopkins. Our church is located at 1600 Conley Road in Conley, Georgia, 30288. We invite you to take advantage of our food pantry services on Thursdays between the hours of 10 a.m. and noon and on Saturdays between the hours of noon and 2 p.m. We hope you enjoy today's service and find something in it that will resonate within your heart and drive your love, passion, and commitment towards our Heavenly Father. We also hope that you hear something that will help to enhance your relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So please sit back, relax, take some really good notes, and enjoy the word. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm just excited about this being the first Sunday of September. Praise the name of the Lord. Uh, what a blessing it is to be in the house of the Lord on the first Sunday. Holy Communion Sunday. Uh, what a blessing it is for everybody to be able to serve the Lord with gladness. And uh, we're just going to have us a mighty good time. We've had so much fun already. Isn't it good to rejoice in the Lord? And again, I say rejoice in the Lord. Amen. 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 What a blessing it is. I want to welcome our uh, conference call worshipers. Uh, into our in-service worship experience. Thank God for each and every one of them. Uh, be another line there on fire for the Lord. Uh, we want to thank God for all of our Facebook Live worshipers there uh, tuning in with us now that we might serve the Lord together. I want to thank God for uh, Minister Zubinay for getting us started with our opening prayer. Praise the name of the Lord. And what a blessing it is. I want to say, uh, Sister Joseph, thank God that she just came in and saturated the the atmosphere in the sanctuary. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing it is. We just have prayer already going on. So when you get in, the fire's already started. Hallelujah. We thank God for Elder Janice Brown. We thank God for her uh, with our announcements. And, and uh, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but September the 1st uh, was her birthday. So we want to continue Say happy birthday to Elder Brown. Amen. Amen. Thank God for our deacons, and they just stay on fire. Thank God for each and every one of you, our deacons and love, our musicians, our ushers, our uh, videographers. Thank God for all of you in the name of the Lord. We thank God for Elder Chapman and Clark Chris for giving us uh, our all the prayer. What a blessing it is. What a blessing it is. Amen. And I thank God for all of you for being able to worship together. Let's give our pastor a hand clap of praise for expediting the in-service worship experience. My most beautiful wife, Elder Dr. Jacqueline F. Amen. 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 We thank God for our videographer, our host uh, on our Facebook Live, Sister Michelle, the Zoom and Thank God for you. Rather Moses, Steve. He's making his round 
What a blessing it is to have Rabbi Moses in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank God for our expedite on our conference line, Elder Lorraine Hawkins, who will be joining us shortly. Praise the name of the Lord. We give God the glory for our expediter on our Facebook Live service, Sister Michelle Zubinay. Amen, amen, and amen. What a blessing it is to see all of you. I thank God for you all being in the house of the Lord on today. It is a blessing uh, for us to be able to come together and enjoy the Lord and worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen, amen, and amen, amen, amen. Well, uh, there is a, a word from the Lord on today, amen. And uh, before I go any further, I want to just thank God for all of our elders, uh, Elder Owens, uh, Elder Hopkins, Elder Chris, Elder Brown, Elder Resford. I uh, thank God for them, Minister Zubinade, Minister uh, Denise Blanton. Uh, thank God for the song that was rendered to us on our conference call by Sister Jackie Hope Myrick. Uh, uh, I want to say this. Uh, Sister Carolyn Ford has been offering our scripture reading uh, on our conference line, and she always brings something that, that stirs us up on the conference line. So thank God for, for all the participants in all the services, and it's always good to see our, our, our bona fide usher in the house, Sister Winifred Wright. Amen. 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 Praise the name of the Lord. I think she looked like she came to, came to reclaim her spot. Amen. Amen. We're going to speak it into existence. Amen. This is not a trial run. This is, this is, I want my job back. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Put a rope on the deck. Amen. Hallelujah. What a blessing it is. Well, there is a word from the Lord on today. Uh, let me see where we're going to go today. Everybody, if you would, grab your Bible. And go with me to the gospel according to Mark. The Gospel of God according to Mark. Amen. We're going to continue to pray for your family. We ask that you continue to pray for our family. Let's pray for each each other, one another. Amen. The book of Mark, and if you have Mark, if you would please, if you would go to chapter 2, Mark chapter 2, God has been good to us, he is faithful, he said be ye holy, for he is holy, amen. Mark chapter 2, and once you have Mark chapter 2, if you would stroll down with me uh, to verse 9. I feel a blessing in this heavenly today God thought about us and sent us a word, today being September the 4th, 2022, and the Lord brought us to Mark chapter 2, starting at verse 9. And if you have it, if you would please, uh, on the conference line, stand with us for the reading of God's most holy word. If you're on Facebook Live, if you would please, stand with us. And if you're in the service, stand with us for the reading of God's most holy word. Mark chapter 2, verse 9, you should find these words. And the Bible reads, Whether it is easier 
to say to the sick of the palsy, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise and take up thy bed and walk. But that ye may know that the Son of Man had power on earth to forgive sin. He said to the sick of the palsy, I say unto you, Arise and take up thy bed and go thy way into thine house. And immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went forth before them all, insomuch that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw it on this fashion. Amen. So far the reading of God's most holy word. While you're yet standing, let us pray. Father, we give you glory. Uh, We give you the honor and the praise. We ask you to come into our life, come into our heart, come into our mind, come into our spirit. Come into us, Lord, and show us the way. Let us take up our bed and walk. And let us do so in our own house. For it is in the matchless and the most powerful name of Jesus Christ that we pray. Now can the church say amen, amen, and amen. Church, you may be seated in the presence of the truth and the living God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just for a few moments today, I'd like to uh, minister from the subject. Let's glorify God together. Let's glorify God together. We're in a a state uh, of the union, a state of the world, a state of all states, where everybody must realize that individuality is not the way out. We just can't be concerned with our own self. It just can't be me, 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 and me. We must be able to come together in unity. We must be able to come together and glorify God together. The only way that our situations are going to get better is that we come together as a body of believers and let somebody know how good the Lord is. We must be able to show ourselves strong in unity. There are strength in numbers. Y'all heard the word says if one can put a thousand to flight and two can put 10,000 to flight, and just if all of us got together, we could just change the whole world. We could turn it upside down. We could solve some of the problems in our communities. We won't be so frightened to go to Walmart, Kmart, and all those stores. We won't be uh, worried about what's going on at the mall. We, you know, right now, people are changing the way they live because the world has been turned upside down with violence, with, with things of mass shooting, school shooters. We're scared to put our children on the school bus. We're scared to put them in the, in the school. We're scared to do things that used to be normal. But now it's gotten out of hand because there's so much individuality that's going on. We need strength in numbers. We need to glorify God together. We need to be a body of believers together. Somebody needs to see that we can get along. We can get along with the Presbyterians. We can get along with the Pentecostals. We can get along with the Baptists. We can get along with whoever needs to get along with us. We need to be together 
as a body of believers to build this kingdom the way it needs to be built. Your children ought to be able to play with my children. Your friends ought to be able to talk to me. Your church ought to be able to come to my church. Somebody ought to be able to stand up in unity and say, let's glorify God together. And if we can't become unified in the church, we can't become unified in our homes. We can't become unified on our jobs. We can't become unified because it starts in the house of the Lord. It starts in the word of God. It starts with the blessings of the Lord. And if we're not blessed enough to say, hello, my sister, hello, my brother, I love you, my brother, I love you, my sister, then you can't come on. Because how can you say you love the Lord who you have not seen, but you can't even say you love your spouse who you see every day? You can't even say you love your brother who you walk with every day. You can't. You go to work with people and, and you don't know what they're going through, but a kind word, just one word can change their whole demeanor. Just a good morning, how you doing, can change their day. Everybody is going through something, and that's why we must glorify God together. Together. Oh, it's just, it's, sometimes we get in a position where it says, yes, it's me, O oh Lord. It's me, O oh Lord. I'm standing in the need of a blessing. But when I get that blessing, the Bible says that the Lord told Peter that once you are converted, then go stripping your brethren. And it's time for us to go stripping our brethren. It's time for us to take up our bed and walk with our brethren. It's time for us to show somebody how the goodness of the Lord brought us out. It's time for us to tell somebody how the love of the Lord will cover a multitude of sins. It's time for somebody to understand that we once was there and then we came into the Lord. We once was lost and we came into the Lord. We once was sick, but we came into the Lord. We once was lost, but we came into the Lord. There was a time when I didn't even know my own name, but I came into the Lord. There was a time when I couldn't break no habit, but I came into the Lord. There was a time when everything seemed to be dark, but I came into the Lord. And we need to come into the Lord together and say, God, I'm going somewhere. By faith, I'm going to walk out of here. By faith, I'm going to get better. By faith, I'm going to get stronger. By faith, the Lord is going to be with me. I'm telling you, we need to glorify the Lord together. We've got to do it together. It's going to take all of us. It takes a whole community to raise a child. Uh-huh. We just can't be thinking, oh, my child is so good, he won't do this. My child is so good, he won't do that. But there are so many influences out there. There are so many things out there that once they leave your, your home, they got to go out into the world. Who said that the bullet couldn't, couldn't get away? Who said that they couldn't sit, cry this? Who said they can't say, I need you to do this? I need you to do that. We need to unify and come together and glorify God together where somebody would say, no, we know the Lord. We know the word of God. We know what God will do. And we're going to glorify God together to save ourselves, to save our children, to save our homes. Uh-huh. A family that prays together still stays together. Uh-huh. A family that loves the Lord together still can raise up together. A family that just going to stay in the house of the Lord together will still be able to work together because it's the togetherness. God, when he sent out those 
12 disciples. He didn't send them out one by one. The Bible says send them out two by two. And they don't worry about it. So we need some accountability now. We need somebody to be on our side now. We need somebody to say, yeah, let's glorify God together. Oh, I know I'm right about it. I know I'm right about it. I, I, I've seen too much. I've done too much. I've experienced it too much. And I know for a fact that it's time now for sisters to be able to deal with sisters. It's, it's time now for brethren to be able to get along with brethren. It's time for mothers to be able to get along with children. It's time for aunties to be able to get get along with nephews and nieces. It's time for grandmas to be able to talk to grandchildren. It's time for children to be able to get together. It's time for families to be able to say, yes, feel my blood, and blood is sicker than water. Oh, yeah. Let's glorify God together. And when we do that, we'll see a change in everybody's life. We'll see a change in our children's life. We'll see a change in our world life. We'll see a change in all the crime life. We'll see a change in things because people will reverence the Lord. Say, the Lord, the Lord, oh God, you are my shepherd, and I'm going to do what you tell me. I'm going to do your will. Oh, Heavenly Father, I love you today. And then we'll be able to do the Lord's will and not the will of our own self. Everybody seems to be turned over to a reprobated position right now, but when we put the word of God in the position, everything's going to be all right. We're going to glorify God together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Together. It's going to work out. It's going to work out. It's going to work out. That's what, you know, this account that we're dealing with right now in Mark chapter 2, you can find this account over in Matthew chapter 9. You can find it in Luke chapter 5 because these are the synoptic gospels, and this is a, an account that's so important that we understand that we must glorify God together. So in every gospel you go to, you're going to find this account. Because God wants us to know that he has put us together to worship together, to come together. It's time now for stabbing your friend in the back. It's time now for trying to keep somebody down. Every time somebody gets bored up, you got to pull them down. No, 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 no. You got to pull them up. You see the man laying down, can't help him up. You got a little extra, give him a little something. You got something to deal with, talk to him, work with him. Help them out. The let's glorify God together. Yeah, I might not be rich, but I can tell you, I can tell you about the Lord. Uh huh. I might not be be rich, but I can tell you how good God has been. Uh huh. That's that's what that's what they they said to the man laying at the gate. Beautiful. They said, Wait a minute. Silver and gold have I none, but let me let me tell you about the Lord. And we see this same thing all day long because we're not stuck in our homes anymore. We go to QT, Gulf, BP, Texaco, Shell, Kmart, Walmart, Dollar General, Family Dollar. We go to all these stores and we see the people out front saying, "Hey." Sir, you have a nickel, you have a dime, you got some change when you come out, what you got? Can I wash your car? Can I wash your car? Can I wash your window? Say, what can I do for you? And, and, and we need to stop right there and say, I need to go with my God with you. How about this silver and gold? Have I, not? I don't have any change right now. Who, I didn't even know they still do change. There's so I see that we don't make change no more. So, 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 so I'm just telling you 
that it's time to glorify God together. And we need to stop for a minute and say, hey, I don't have any money, but let me tell you about the Lord. And just see, just see how far we can get by glorifying God together. Tell somebody, if it wasn't for the Lord, there go I. I remember when I was in your shoes. I remember when I didn't have a flying dime. I remember when I was begging. I remember the times when I didn't have nothing. I remember, I remember, but I, I came into the presence of the Lord, and we glorify God together. Yeah. Maybe we can get a couple of them to come to church with you. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And and you can't stay the same. I don't care who you are. You can't stay the same under the Word of God. The Word of God going to do something about your situation. The Word of God will change things. And I know I'm right about it because the, 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 the chapter 2, Mark chapter 2, let's go in Mark chapter 2 and let's just let's look at it. And, and we'll, we'll draw a conclusion. And then the Bible says, now whose report will you believe? And I'm going to re- believe the report of the Lord. First of all, we must understand that there is a problem. There is a problem. We have to search out and recognize that there is a problem. And we see it right in verse 1. We see the problem, and, 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 and the problem requires a witness. The problem is there is a man that has posed it. Uh-huh. And there's witnesses because this this is the time when Jesus has come back a second time into this area. But the first time he came, he saved me, he saved you, he saved you, you, and you. And, and so now he comes back again to see what have you done with the talent that I gave you? What have you done with the forgiveness that I gave you? What have you done with the surrender that I gave you? What have you done with the deliverance that I gave you? What have you done with the salvation that I gave you? Did you help somebody? Did you talk to somebody? Did you help somebody? Did you talk to somebody? Did you help somebody? Did you talk to somebody? What did you do with the salvation that God made on your life? Come God brought you up out of darkness and put you into his father's life. When you had a problem and God made you a witness, did you witness, did you testify about the goodness of God? Did you save somebody else? Did you tell somebody else, come on, go with me to the house of the Lord? Uh-huh. Uh-huh, yeah, we see it right there. And and, and, and I know I know the, the mindset of people saying, uh, well, I don't have palsy. We don't have palsy. Well, I want to tell you that palsy is, is just the, the inability to go forward. The palsy is just a paralyzation of your members. And some of us see people that's paralyzed. They have fear. And see, when fear comes in, that means you can't go any farther. When, when things come, it's like I can't do anymore. And that's what palsy is. It don't mean that you've got to be crippled in a wheelchair in a bed, but you can just be so down. People can be so down that they can't find a way out. So they stay stuck in their situation forever and ever and ever. It's like being in Lodabar and not having a way out. <laughs> We see palsy happening all over this country, all over our community, and we have to be the ones to be a witness uh to the problem. Be a witness that God can bring you out of it. Uh And we can't just sit back and be idle with it. We have to participate. 
Because there's a problem, we've got to participate in the situation. And the, particip- the participation calls for us to walk with the Lord. We've got to walk right. We've got to do what's right. Because how in the world do we expect anybody to get better if we go in and be with them? It's like, no, I ain't doing that with you. I ain't going with you. But I can tell you that I'm walking with the Lord because I'm participating in the Lord. I'm participating in the kingdom. I'm participating in the word. I'm walking with God. And we need to glorify God together. Oh, yeah. If we got the problem and we find ourselves participating, and, and then and, and what we need to do is get them to some preaching. Preaching the word of God. How can they call on him that they have not heard? And how can they hear without a preacher? And it's time now for, for people to start preaching the gospel and getting somebody to the word of God. And that's what we see in these people taking this man with palsy, taking him to where the preaching was, even if Jesus was preaching in the house. And they said, we're taking him to, to, to hear some preaching. I'm taking you to where I got saved. I'm taking you to where I got delivered. I'm taking you to the place where I first found my way out. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. We need to get to some good preaching. And that's why we invite you to the Word of Life ministry, because we know we got some great preachers in this place. Uh-huh. But I'm going to tell you this, and I'm going to just about let you go. Every time you get to that point, you're going to always have a press. And you see a press in, in verse 4, we see a press. But I want to tell you about the press because this is talking about they couldn't get in the house where Jesus was. But I'm telling you that the press is just stuff that comes in to block your way, to block you from getting to the Word of God, block you from getting to the church, block you from saying, yeah, everybody say, yeah, I'm coming to church. I'm going to be at your church. I'm going to live at your church. You can look out the window all day. They ain't going to be there uh, because there's always something coming up. My head, my leg, my foot, my car. I, I, I ran out of money. I ain't got nothing but gas for next week. I got to go to work. I, I, you know, I, I take time, but I'll listen to you on the radio. I'll look at you on TV. But, you know, God knows my heart. He's everywhere I need to be. But somebody needs to glorify God together. Somebody needs to be in the house of the Lord. Don't forsake the assembly of the people of God. You need to come in and see. So somebody can look you in the eye and say, how you doing? I know you can text me and tell me you're doing all right. You can email me and tell me everything is cool. But when I look you in the eye, you break down. When I see the eyes of the Lord, you break down. When I see your walk, you broke down. And I'm saying, come on here. Let's glorify God together. Oh, yeah. We can't give up. We can't give up because there's a press. There's a press out there, but, but, but this, we know that there's going to be stumbling blocks. Uh-huh. There's going to be some things, but God raised up a standard that we can get over it. I heard the, the, the songwriter said, Lord, don't, don't, don't move my mountain, but give me the the strength of time is to go over it, go around it, go through it. I'm some kind of way. I got to get to the Lord. I got to get to the Lord. How? I can't go. So every time I'm going to tell you, the rain going to come, and you say, well, I ain't going to church in the rain. 
The sun come out, it's too hot to go out there today. It's not snowing, I can't show, can't go out there, my tires ain't good. You know what I'm saying? We can always find something, we can find the weather. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm coming when I get my new dress, I'm coming when I get my new shoes, I'm coming when I get myself together. Well, you can't get yourself together unless you glorify God together. Uh-huh. Yeah, it takes all of us. Oh, I know I'm right about it. I'm going to hear it all. I'm going to hear it all. I'm going to try it all. I'm justified about it. There's always something. There's always a press. There's always something. There's always a press. And we have to get past the press uh, because we've got to worship the Lord. Uh-huh. And, and we being, being, being evil give good gifts to our churches. How much more will our Heavenly Father give to us? We've got to be able to get past the press so we can get into the worship. And things will start to change. Uh-huh. You want your situation to change? Get past the press and get into the worship. Uh-huh. The thing about it is we can't be slowful about it. Uh-huh. We can't give up easy. We have to be persistent. Uh-huh. You, 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 you may not come today, but I'm still going to ask you about next Sunday. Uh-huh. You might not come next Sunday, but when I see you again, I'm going to ask you again. Uh-huh. I don't know how many times, how many times it's going to take, seven times, seven it? I don't know, but I'm going to keep on asking you. I'm going to keep on asking you. I know it's just about eight years, eight years, and one of my partners called me and said, man, you still doing that God thing? Yeah, I'm still doing it. Praise the name of the Lord. We don't blow my God together. You've got to be persistent in what it takes to get somebody in. And that's, that's, Persistence shows the will of God. Isn't it good that God didn't give up on us? Isn't it good that he came down through 42 generations looking for us? He could have stopped with David. He could have stopped with Joseph. He could have stopped with Peter. He could have stopped with Paul. But he kept on coming, and he come down to 42 generations looking for me. God is good. God is good. Uh-huh. And that's why we have to be persistent because that's the will of God. We have to have the same will of God that God had with us. We y'all know we was tore up, cut the floor up. We was bad, we we, we did it. Y'all know we we had some issues. Uh-huh. But the Lord despite all of our issues, the Lord came down and grabbed and snatched us up and then took us and put us back on solid ground. And and now now our persistence says, we've got to do this thing the right way, Tristan. we got to make it work. We've got to make it work. Uh-huh. And these men took this guy with palsy, couldn't get in the church, didn't get in the first time. But the Bible says they went up on the roof. And, 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 and they said once they had uncovered the roof, they lowered him down to where the word was. Can you see four men on top of the roof with their ear, their head down to the roof? Because they didn't, they didn't hit it back there. They hit it up here by the altar. Let them down. That's why we got to be persistent. Uh-huh. I said I'm going to come pick you up on Sunday. I blow all day long and you open the door. And like a, I can't come out. Uh-huh. That's all right. I'll leave you today, but I'll be back next Sunday. I ain't going to be late for you, but... But I'll try you again next Sunday. I'm going to take the roof off. I'm going to keep on until the roof come off. 
I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get sooner or later. You're going to say, man, I got to go with you because this guy ain't going to quit coming. The neighbors, you say, man, you got to, you got to, you got to go on out there because that guy out there blowing and blowing. You know what I'm talking about, kids. Man, you got to go, you got to go out there and get that fella because he's waking up everybody in the neighborhood out there. And y'all know I got that big truck out there now. That thing make up all kind of noise. You know, because I got to come in the truck. Boy, it's going to be said, man, you better be ready 30 minutes before time. We try to get out of sleep. We don't go to church on Sunday. Get on out of here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to be persistent. Yeah, don't give up on your your family. Don't give up on your friends and your relatives because they still got a 40 and got a thing behind their ear and all that. Don't give up on them. Just keep on telling them about the goodness of the Lord. They're trying to test your faith. They're trying to see if you're going to stick, if you're going to stick it out or if you're going to just say, yeah, go and poke me a little. Which one we're going to do? What are we, 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 we going to do? We're going to be persistent. And that's the will of God is to be persistent because the persistence leads to the power. Somebody ought to say power. Uh-huh. Look at verse 10. We see the power. The Bible says, did you know that, that the Son of Man had power to deal with this thing? I might can't fix it, but I know who cares. I might can't heal you, but I know who cares. I might can't save you, but I know who cares. Because by the Son of Man, Jesus Christ, have power to forgive your sins. Some of you just don't have forgiveness in your heart. And, and, and that's the reason why we still go through the motions day by day by day by day by day. But the Son of Man, Jesus Christ, has the power. To forgive the sins. Amen. Amen. Because the power leads to the promise. Somebody ought to know that there's a promise that's given to all of us. And the promise says, take up your bed and walk. And the Bible says that they glorified God together. They glorified God together. And they were amazed. And they said, you know what? Y'all ain't seen nothing like this. And you, y'all know, y'all don't look at the folks and say, boy, if, if God can change Jumbe, God can change anybody. Because we know that joke was, was, was real tough. He was a bad man. So I know if, if he is in church, anybody can be in church. Y'all know how it is. And, 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 and guess what? Some people saying the same thing about y'all. Oh, yeah. Some people are looking at you and say, well, if you saved, anybody can be saved. <laughs> and then we can get together with Nick and Brown and say, glory, glory. Thank you so much for listening in to today's message. We hope that this service blessed your life. Please come back and join us again next time. Have a great day. God bless. Thank you.